0: Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In, the podcast where we talk about what's going on in our brains instead of what's happening outside. We're your hosts, Megan Myers
1: and Steffi Bredmore.
0: This week's episode, musicals. Hey, Steffi. Hi. How are you, Megan? I am doing pretty good
1: um you just had a little bit of a birthday party tell me about that
0: um yeah so my oldest turned 12 and
1: what an age
0: it's it is quite an age um uh so his birthday is uh, on a tuesday so we didn't do a whole big shenanigan today he's gonna have some friends over this weekend uh, if he doesn't screw it up (laughs) <laughs> um but last weekend I took him to the mall to go shopping and uh malls are pretty sad
1: they're really sad ours is abysmal it's probably got as many empty stores as it does full stores at this point yeah I had
0: not been to the mall in quite some time aside from the mall of America which I feel is not really a a comparable okay. mall to i've never
1: been to the mall of america but i would guess that that is it true. has
0: actual stores for one thing um <laughs> well yeah <laughs> but my whole point of taking him to this mall is because i knew he wanted some clothes from the gap and there is no gap at this mall
1: they got rid of our gap too there is
0: barely any stores that even had like preteen clothing oh no it's very strange
1: that is really weird.
0: There's really weird. a lot of stores, I guess, if I was a teenage girl. But, but I not, am not if you're a teenage guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there were plenty of teenagers wandering around. So at least that trend is that alive has not and well.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you made a taco shaped birthday cake today, didn't you? I
0: did. So last year at our company retreat, we had a cake decorating contest, and my team won um, because we made a taco cake. Uh, It's a cake shaped like a taco. It's actually really easy to make if you are ever interested in making a taco cake. Um, Maybe one day I'll take pictures and write about it. Um, You should. But ever since that, so last year the retreat was actually over his birthday, and I came back and showed them pictures, and they were all both very jealous. And so I've been holding on to that for a year, and they oh. wanted me to, he wanted me to make that cake again. And then we also had nachos for dinner.
1: Quite the thing. And he
0: requested takis for his nacho base, which was actually pretty good.
1: And, I mean, we won't talk about, like, maybe if it took some life some years off your life to eat Taki nachos but I
0: mean eh, is Taki. YOLO. Yeah I mean YOLO for sure is I mean if you've ever had Takis like those are they're not quality food but they are pretty <laughs> delicious. Um, They turn your fingers bright red if you are wanting to move beyond the Cheeto dust Takis you are for go you. go to
1: Taki dust. <laughs> yes. Level yes. up with your Taki exactly. dust. Exactly. Well, I am glad that you had a uh, successful mini-birthday celebration with your appropriately themed taco cake and taki nachos, and uh, we'll uh, maybe we'll put a picture of your taco cake in the show notes so that people can admire your handiwork.
0: I'm sure everyone's very curious.
1: I, I mean, they should be. They should be very <laughs> curious. So... Today, we are going to talk about musicals, but for us to properly cover this topic, we have invited a special guest on. Our friend Jenny Guy is a theater professional who can drop songs like Alexander Hamilton Drops Knowledge. Welcome, Jenny.
2: Hi, guys. That's. I'm sorry. I was Googling Takis because I don't know what they are,
0: so... <laughs> At, I had to take a moment. Um, those look delicious. They are really good. They uh, come in many flavors, but we've only had the purple bag.
2: They look forking They're a little bit spicy. I was so excited about it. Fire yeah. beware.
1: <laughs> we'll have to next, uh, next company get together, we'll have to uh, get some.
0: I'm, yeah, might as well
1: might as well add into the pringles we also mm-hmm. for our lovely listeners uh, you'll know that megan and i work together jenny also works with us um, we're all on the same team and when our team gets together we all enjoy pringles quite a lot mm-hmm. so that is our team snack but we might have to try some takis next time we're all together
2: broaden the horizons a little bit that, that yeah
1: so, <laughs> but let's you know I mean, we could talk about talkies for quite some time, but let's let's talk about musicals.
2: Yeah. If there are two things I could talk about ad nauseum, it would be snack foods and Excellent. musicals. So I'm glad that we're on. We're all on the oh, same page. I love talking musicals. And thank you for the introduction. I actually got to see Hamilton for the first time. I've been listening to it forever, but I got to see it um, a few weeks ago here in my hometown of Tulsa. And um did, I told you guys all this that I um, posted on Instagram about it, and I got a comment from. I said this. I said yes, it is that good, and it was just a picture of the of the program. And I got a comment, and it said, um, "It said thank you. Uh, we're so glad you enjoyed our show." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Jagoff off <laughs> taking ownership of Hamilton on my Instagram feed. And I clicked on it, and it was like 150,000 followers. Tony Award-winning scenic designer of oh Hamilton. My gosh. I was like, what?
1: That's so funny. That was awesome. And
2: I, it was incredible. And I saw it with my mom, and my mom's like, I mean, it, the conversation went on for like an hour, and she kept circling back to like, I think you should send him your resume. I think <laughs> he probably <laughs> – knows she's like are you a member of a group that would cause him to identify you I'm like mom no, that's, it's not that's the most mom secret thing I've heard
1: in a while
2: <laughs> she's like does he know that you're an artistic director of a theater I'm like he probably doesn't I mean he might I guess it's there's a sliver of a chance that he knows but no mom I think he was probably like stalking the hashtag she's like she's like what does that
0: mean? I'm like no it's okay.
1: It's fine Janice it's fine <laughs>
0: So before we get too far in the deep end, um, why don't you tell everybody about your theater background?
2: Sure, uh, I, it is a it is a sordid tale. I I love theater. Um, was my life for for a good fifteen years. I I think my first solo was first grade with I swallowed my tooth for lunch. <gasps> I like to say it was because. Of my skills, I really think, looking back on it, it was because I did not have many teeth. <laughs> Typecasting. Uh, was loud. Yeah, I was loud and didn't have teeth, so I was perfect. <laughs> um, I did, you know, I, I did the musicals and the straight plays in high school, and then um, I have a BA in performance theater, and I have an MFA in acting from the University of Chicago, and then I worked professionally as um, an actor and a director and a theater teacher, at colleges for quite a few years. And um, now I'm the artistic director of a equity theater in Tulsa, Oklahoma called Tulsa Project Theater. We are producing Little Shop of Horrors right now. It opens next Friday.
1: So you're not panicking at all about the fact that that's just around the corner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've talked a lot about plant imagery and platforms recently, like rolling platforms, the dimensions, what would cause someone to tip over on the platform. So you know, just typical conversation. There's some
1: physics involved that you mm-hmm, yeah. never thought might you might use in a theater setting. <laughs> I know that you said before that your first part was, you know, first grade, uh, lost your tooth, but how did you actually get into this, as we have now discovered, very strange world of theater? Um, I, you
2: know, it was, I mean, I definitely know that I made some conscious decisions uh, at some points in my trajectory, but it's kind of always been what I do like it's always been my thing and um I did like storytelling competitions when I was in third grade and in fourth grade I played Miss America in the school play in fifth grade I played Mrs. Claus um I was Anna and the King and I and all that's like it just kind of always was um my outlet and my um salvation when I went through a lot of like anxiety and um depression kind of stuff in high school I there was a few years where I just wanted to be invisible and a friend of mine heard me singing one time and said you need to audition for this play and I I did and it brought me back into it and since then it's pretty much been a non-stop trail I, I got a scholarship and was scouted in college and from a high school production I did and then the same thing happened for my grad school and um it, it's been my life for a really long time um these people are my people. <laughs> they just kind of...
1: I like that you say that it really helps you get through a lot of anxiety and depression in um, high school and, you know, really helped pull you out of that. Megan and I talk a lot about anxiety on here. We've done a whole episode on it and mentioned it a lot. And so um, I think, you know, that something like that can be your saving grace and I think is a saving grace for so many kids and I think it's why... Theater and arts programs were so important. Um, I think that that's a really important thing to share.
2: I I mean I can't tell you like I joke about the motley crew, but the awesome thing about theater I think is that I've always noticed in the community is that it really just we you just take anyone that is is all you have to do is express an interest and you get enfolded into this bizarre almost cult like. <laughs> family of people (laughs) that couldn't be more different in different ways but there's all of these various um, different types of people that get united for this common goal and and one of the other things I love about theater is is the collaborative aspect of it and how it's so much of depending on the all of the different people and that are doing the different moving parts to make it go Mm -hmm. and um, I think that that creates Anyone who's ever been of a part, of, been a part of any show, um, especially in the acting capacity, when you're spending weeks and hours and hours and hours together, um, you have a little family, and I think it's it's a way that a lot of people can get out of loneliness is to get involved in something yeah. like that.
1: And you don't have to be an actor because so true. There's so many things that you can do behind the scenes that. you need all sorts of different skills for so it doesn't just have to be people who like to perform and be the ham
2: very true um we have uh we just added actually to the um, little shop crew a gentleman who is an it guy for the uh, sheriff's department and has no experience in theater but really wanted to be involved and really wanted to volunteer his time and so we said, "Would do you want to kind of shadow our, our our equity stage manager and learn the ropes?" And he said, "I'm game." So last night when I was there at rehearsal, he was on book, and so when people are calling line, he was calling out the line. He's like, "Should I be loud?" I'm like, "Yes, definitely be <laughs> loud. This is your time to be loud and really be out there." And he's he's a he's a great guy, and um, the cast has already gave him a round of applause last night. And he's like, uh, "They asked him." everyone was like, yeah, woo, Aaron. And he said, they said, what did you do? And he said, I said, hi. (laughs) So it's, it's a, it's a very welcoming crew.
1: That's, that's amazing. We wanted to talk about musicals specifically. Mm -hmm. We love theater. um, And I know that the three of us specifically love musicals. Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe before we get into, talking about some of our favorite shows and maybe even some of our least favorite shows. Uh, (laughs) Might we take a minute to talk about why we find musicals to be particularly awesome? I think, I think that might be a, a a nice, a nice moment. So Jenny, why don't, why don't you start? Because, you know, you're the guest. Uh, Why do you find musicals in particular to be great?
2: Um, well, first of all, I'll say I think that it's such a um, lightning rod topic because so many people passionately hate them, including members of my family, like my brother who was <laughs> forced to watch them as a as a small child because I watched them all the time. And sorry, Dan. Um, but uh, I think that I've loved them since I was tiny. Like I remember watching um, – I started out kind of as a rogers and hammerstein girl um grew into like greece and west side story and then you know when i was in college is when avenue q came out and kind of turned everything on its ear spring awakening and um so i i love all i love all musicals but i think that um that i took a lot of musical theater classes when i was in grad school and one of them was just basically acting through musical theater and making it um Uh, more approachable, and what my mentor in grad school always said, brilliant lady, she's still the head of acting at University of Arkansas, said was um, musical theater, because a lot of times you kind of divorce acting from musical theater, but her philosophy always was that you start singing when the feelings, your feelings get too big to express in words. Oh, I like that yeah right like it it gives it gives like a direction and a justification for it and i think that that like for someone who feels their feelings as i i do feel my feelings um sometimes there's just you just gotta sing and you gotta dance and (laughs) i i've always loved
0: that so that's why i love them
1: that's i love i love that that's awesome megan why do you love musicals uh
0: that makes a lot what you said that makes a lot of sense to me because um you know, you get those days where you're just doing whatever and you're just like, man, I just need to crank up the Taylor Swift or the Lizzo or whatever it is you're listening to and just, like, scream, sing as loud as you can because so many feelings. Yes. Um, I'm not – I try to think of something exactly that would pinpoint me to that, but I think it probably I came into musicals as probably a lot of people my age did through Disney – For Mm -hmm. better, for worse. (laughs) Better. They were good and they were good. Probably seen um, all of those like so many times. Uh, But it was a lot to do with not just, you know, feeling your feelings, but the fact that the being able to express those feelings just kind of made more sense through song sometimes, especially when you're a kid and you don't know how to deal with all of that. And the other aspect of it would be the fact that a lot of them tackle so many issues that I would not necessarily have had any knowledge or experience of. And so I felt like a lot of musicals were kind of broadening my worldly horizons, like especially when, you know, when Rent came out, I was 16, so... When you're a 16 year old in Wisconsin living to rent, listening to Rent, like that's a yeah. huge eye opener, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So For I think sure. that's kind of, I think that what's mostly what drives me to all that is just being able to experience all that human condition that I would not even think about otherwise.
2: And humanizing those foreign characters and giving you kind of a sense of, um, because nobody was like, when Rent came out, nobody was talking about that stuff on TV or any mainstream right. no, media not at all.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like the stage has been the first to touch on a lot of these things. Um, I mean, everyone lost their shit when Spring Awakening came out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: it's much less of a controversial show now than it was when it came out. But I feel like we just think everything starts with, "Oh, it just, you know, start talking about it on TV shows." No, like some of that stuff, it was the stage where really we started hearing about it and talking about it
2: mm-hmm. uh, if you guys are ever in a place where you are in a in a, in a bad you guys know the song totally fucked right? yeah. yeah that is one of the best like when you're in a place of, of utter like I need everyone to get the middle finger playing totally fucked it's just it's you're just screaming and running and jumping and you feel like a teenage boy you're like punching the air it's yeah it's a good one for that
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, I know for me, I uh, I very much grew up around the theater. My great grandmother had, de- had a degree in acting and my grandfather very much sort of pioneered the community theater in the small town where he grew up and then my mother grew up. And so he was writing and directing and acting in shows my mother's whole life and my whole life. And so I was around it. My mom was constantly just bursting into random song. And sometimes with the actual words, sometimes it would be the show tunes that then she would put new words to uh, for whatever was happening at that particular moment in time. Um, And so I grew up watching musicals. And I, I grew up You know being in them and loving them and that was just it's it's just what it was and um i i do find jenny like there are so many people that hate them like my my husband does not love them and i still love him um he's like why are they singing Mm -hmm. because their feelings are too big okay yeah You have to sing about it um, but I, I, I love what your what your theater teacher said that it is. It's when your feelings get too big for spoken word, because that's I, so true.
2: I think it's like, I don't know, like a, like so much stigma for guys. Yeah, like straight uh-huh. guys. Um, I think it's getting better. I could not love more that our. Senior Vice President of Sales and Revenue at Mediavine is a Hamilton head.
1: Yes. He knows, like, um, every word.
2: Yeah. He's seen it, like, 15 times.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And I love that. But I felt like, especially in high school, that, you know, in the late 90s when and early 2000s, like, that was not something that
0: most guys did. Megan, do you kind of agree with that? Um, my high school was a little weird in that um, all – Not all, but a lot of the leads of our musicals were also the football players. Oh, that's awesome. Um, My school, too. It was almost like Glee, but not as annoying. Uh, (laughs) I was going to say you're living in Glee realness right there. Before there was Glee. Um, Yeah, my whole school was weird. It was definitely not as segregated as I picture most theater departments to be. Um, So I feel like I can't really speak to that uh bob does like musicals um we have season tickets and we go every to all the shows so he has not said that he hates any of them yet and we even went to cats so oh wow that's
1: the real that's the real Like, whoa (laughs) guys
2: bob is on the edge i i i'm sure will I do not i'm not a cats girl but but that's great oh cats do you guys remember the day that the the film preview came out and we were just terrifying. looking at screenshots of those terrifying CGI? Is that? Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What have they done to her?
1: (laughs) It's so scary. And you know, and you guys know, I don't like things where, like, I can't see people's faces. I don't like, I don't like clowns. And I don't like people dressed up as, like, mascots and stuff. And that is really veering in, like, cats already was really veering into that territory for me. So it's one what my parents always just sort of avoided because they thought I would be terrified by it. And that, the movie is just really, just really pushing the envelope for me. I just don't know that I can do it. I mean, it just
0: doesn't make any sense to begin with. Like no. I no. like poetry. But poetry does not need to be turned into a musical with no plot.
2: Well, and the whole like point of cats, other than the like the beautiful costumes which are being totally shat upon by the CGI, is the dance. Yes. Which like those people that they have cast are not dancers. for the they're not it's apparently it's, so they're gonna cgi that apparently
0: too. the white cat is a dancer like she's a ballerina yeah, they cast a yeah they cast one, a prima ballerina one,
1: one dancer right but the white
0: cat the white cat is like the only dancer in the musical um yeah i don't I have questions, like many questions. Yeah, about I
2: I don't, but I don't know that my questions are deep enough to explore it by watching it.
0: N- no, like if I watch Netflix. it, it will be on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: it'll become a drinking game.
0: Yes, is it Christmas Day? Oh, I don't know.
1: Oh, I'll. Uh, we'll ha- we'll have to look that I feel like it's on, it's.
2: They're doing it on the birth of Jesus and the birth of terrifying CGI (laughs) cats
1: release date December 20th 2019
0: so so you can get it in before Christmas
1: but you could still go on Christmas day you know just it
0: depends on how much you hate your family
2: right (laughs) escape the family to (laughs) nightmare cats
1: (laughs) Uh, my mother-in-law loves my mother-in-law loves cats and she's very excited for the movie (sighs) Carol if you're listening I love you so much but I just can't get on board with cats the musical or the movie or anything besides actual real-life cats.
0: I do. I also have a friend whose favorite musical is Cats. How does she defend that?
2: I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are so many musicals out there. Be- because she likes cats? I don't know. Like, the, the animals? I Okay, I'm going to just read this because uh, I had to consult google because i was starting to doubt myself i thought i do you ever have dreams about things and then they become real in your mind and you can't yes. separate yes okay i was thinking "I maybe i dream this but i didn't these people are in fact in cats so james corden yeah makes sense judy dench Yay. jason derulo uh-huh. yep idris elba jennifer hudson yeah makes sense ian mckellen <laughs> taylor swift and Rebel Wilson.
1: There's a lot of people that I don't want to see CGI'd into a cat suit.
2: Is there anybody you want to see CGI'd I mean, into a no, cat suit? I mean, no.
1: But there's.
0: I mean, pretty much any movie that has Idris Elba in it is like redeemed. But no, true, true that. Yeah, well, like, true that. Maybe no.
2: But 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 I would like not in a cat body.
0: <laughs> no, not as a cat. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> we found.
2: Can you like, ever are you not- to be attracted to yeah. the cat? That's <laughs> then, what I'm like, saying. That brings up a lot of questions. <laughs> is Jason Derulo going to be like talk dirty to me in his little cat <laughs> Jason outfit? I mean, I, I and and yeah, like you said, am I supposed to be drawn to this cat Right. that is, has Idris Elba's voice? I don't it's, there's it's a lot. My, there's a lot of there's questions. mixed signals.
0: It's my body doesn't know what to do. <laughs> Oh, man. While we're on this topic, um, can we just talk in the general about um, how many drugs Andrew Lade Weber possibly has done? Because I also, this past, so as I said, we had theater tickets. This past weekend's show was Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had had not seen it in a while and i forgot how crazy that one is too Mm -hmm.
1: it is it's an interesting one it's an interesting one the
2: movie okay for i like it i think i'm predisposed to like it because my it was my mom my mom always tells the like Well, this was when musicals were released into the public and they were on the billboard charts and we listened to the Jesus Christ Superstar album. Um, So she loves it. She loves, I don't know how to love him a lot. Like she really likes that show. Um, And I also have to be thankful that because of this show, I am now able to say Gethsemane without saying it wrong because I used to say Gethsemane. (laughs) And I'm like, uh, yes, the beautiful moment in Gethsemane. you are like, what are you talking No one knew what I was talking about well enough to correct me. Oh, so
0: I no. finally, finally, my mom goes, Are you Gethsemane? I'm like, oh. Yes. I mean, how many times are you talking about this scene for that to be a I problem? Know, I'm,
2: I'm talking about, like, referring to it in biblical, like, when okay. I'm in, like, Sunday school at Easter, yeah, okay, like, being, like, Easter like, and, like, the Garden of Gethsemane. <laughs> yes. Everybody's, like, <laughs> Go in, what? Good Friday services. Yeah, I'm, like, like a, just trying to, I'm trying to, like, do, like, trashy cocktail party, like, drop the facts. I'm, like, well,
0: as we all know, in Gethsemane right? <laughs> <laughs> what's she talking about oh anyway. man none of those other kids in Sunday school knew you no, were you're about right either.
2: so he did I've never heard of that one
0: oh yeah I knew this was
2: Lloyd Weber. if you want to talk about drugs dudes I used to reference this every time I taught a theater like 101 class Starlight Express <laughs>
1: he's done some he done some special stuff
2: I think we need to tell the audience like they're okay Starlight Express has its roots in three abandoned projects. A novelty pop single, an animated film based on Cinderella, and an animated TV series based on Thomas the Tank Engine. Sure. Those and and the synopsis of it, Starlight Express, all the actors are not only singing, they're on roller skates. Oh, that's right (laughs) the entire show. The entire show.
0: So I mean,
1: good. we should we should give him props. He did. He has written some really wonderful things. He's oh, totally! Fan of the no opera, question. Mm-hmm. Uh, "Joseph, Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat," is is a very good one. But it also seems he also wrote
0: this sequel to "The Family" the opera, which he did not. A you thing. Not went back to the well the well was dry you know, it feels like, a little no. bit
1: like to me it's a little bit like the Beatles, where like the early stuff was really great and then you hit their like drug phase and you start to be like why do we all need to live in a yellow submarine like i don't yeah,
2: they came back yeah so they came back though the Beatles came back
1: I, so there's still hope I, maybe
0: well, he's almost dead. Well, so. you never know. I mean, I guess it happened ha- on his deathbed, Megan. It's true.
2: Steven Sondheim is old as fuck and still making really great stuff. So,
0: <laughs> okay, so how many? How much of this can we blame Andrew Lloyd Webron and how much would we blame Tim Rice for? I, I because mean, because they worked together for a lot of these. They
2: did. They did. I. I mean, it takes two but to But Tim tango. Rice did some good stuff, though. Like Tim Rice, I really enjoy um, Aida. Mm-hmm. I think that's... Have you guys seen that one live? I really like that show. I have not that
1: seen
2: show. that one live. No. It's a good one. I really liked it. It's one of the Disney ones, but you know, <laughs> I like it. But it's fine.
0: But it's good. So the point is that they've all had some poopers. <laughs> they've all everyone's,
2: everyone's done a little clunker now and then.
0: the little,
2: little clunky clunk.
1: Oh, bless. So, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar was one of the shows that they did a live TV version Mm -hmm. of. And I don't mean, when I say live TV version for our listeners, I don't mean like a live action movie. I mean the ones where it is just uh, performed live, but broadcast on like ABC and NBC. And they've done, there's been several of these. Uh, I think Sound of Music with Carrie Underwood was as Maria. Uh, Sound of Music
2: with Vampire Bill as um from oh,
0: god yeah that from, was the first one was the i think fr- yeah
1: it? it's the first one i, I went, remember and it was
0: it was horrifying
2: terrible I
0: mm-hmm. felt so bad for audrey mcdonald it was yes, so bad but
2: i felt vindicated as i'm sorry i'm i know that but like as a stage performer i was like <laughs> the one stage performer is the only watchable thing yeah in this entire i mean audrey mcdonald's a god goddess yes. obviously i mean that goes without yes. saying but But I'm like, uh, is anyone surprised that these television actors are not able to do this? And I think
1: that that's my biggest problem with the live TV musicals is that they end up casting people who are not... Either they are singers, like Carrie Underwood, and not an actor. Um, I mean, that was true. I mean, they had John Legend playing Jesus and Jesus Christ Superstar. I love John Mm -hmm. Legend, but... I.
2: But his wife is Jesus. We all know that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this is a whole different kind of Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, but they end up, they always end up casting people who are not strong stage actors for, mm-hmm. a sh- for what is really a stage production. And it is an atrocity. Mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't.
2: Did you guys watch, I did not watch, I won't lie, I don't watch a lot of these. It's hard, but I Alice will invariably Cooper?
1: watch the first 15 minutes, and then I will be yelling at the TV so much that Alex is like, you got to change the channel, babe. you got to go watch something else.
2: Do you guys know Alice Cooper played King Herod? Yes. I did. Yes. I didn't I did know, not it. know that. Oh <laughs> my God, that's amazing. I love, I may have to watch it just because of that. <laughs> Oh the pictures of John Legend as Jesus in his beautiful little scarf. Okay. Jesus is wearing a little a scarf. Okay, sure, he sure was. Jerusalem is cold, <laughs>
1: y'all. I don't know. <laughs> and like a very like long like very like hipster sweater situation. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it was it was um
0: it is the desert. It gets cold at night.
1: You're All right. right. All right, you're, right you're Megan.
0: There. I've been to Israel. I will say it gets cold yeah. at night. There
1: you go. There you go.
2: <laughs> well, they had a they had a super like Broadway heavy hitter, Sarah is uh, playing Mary Magdalene. Yes. So that they they always get at least one ringer. Yes. So that someone is like anchoring and knows what to do if everything flies off the rails. They're like I can handle this. I will steer this ship. <laughs> and then you just feel
1: bad for that person. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Like oh you do, do what I can?
1: Okay. It's just, it, I I don't I'm not I'm not into them. I don't think that there are any Usually they pop up around the holidays.
0: They do. Are they doing one this year? I have not They seen are. It, are. They, they uh, by the time this airs, actually, it will it will have already been on. Oh, no. But That's they right. are doing the Little Mermaid. Yes, I saw this on a commercial, and I could not believe it was true because it's kind of confusing because they're doing the musical, but then they're also still they're doing the live action movie as well, yes. right? And they're different productions with different people, but it's still they're both Disney john stamos is in it
1: yeah what? yeah
0: <laughs> i did not is, know that guys
2: shaggy is playing sebastian amazing it wasn't am- oh my god john stamos is chef louis shut up i'm watching this i want to get drunk and watch this
0: uh we'll yeah. be a, it'll be tuesday night we'll be at the conference uh so i'm gonna we'll repeat have i
2: want to yeah. get drunk yeah. and watch this <laughs> In the hotel, we're gonna have to
1: figure out this how to make this happen because it it will be um, I, I just John Stamos is in it. I
2: can he sing? Has anyone? Oh oh, Uncle Jeff Duh. I mean, he, Uncle Duh, Jesse Duh, Jenny and a <laughs> Come on. Sorry.
0: Apparently, there was a dirty dancing one. There was. Oh, According I that to one. this article, apparently. It was a pre-taped one. Oh, from 2017. Oh, I see. I'm looking. Oh, no. Now, why would you do that? The
1: film adaptation oh. of The Little Mermaid. I, I, I haven't. I haven't. To not mind the live-action film adaptations of a lot of these shows. Um, I, I mean, I have feelings about some of the Disney ones, but Lin Manuel Miranda is apparently collaborating on with uh, Alan Menken on some new songs for the movie version. So <clears throat> I trust him that I trust. Yes, I trust Lin-Manuel.
2: Did you guys watch? Um, did you guys watch the the new Mary Poppins?
1: I haven't seen the new Mary Poppins. I, haven't I know either. that Megan I... <laughs> did not care for it.
0: Uh-oh. I tried to watch it and it was so boring. I turned it off. It was. Oh, it was I think really you told boring. me that. Yeah. Even with Lin-Manuel. Yeah, because he's like, it just takes a long time. It's just, it's a really long movie. It's like two and a half hours long or something. It's like more than two hours um, and so it just takes a long time to build up into and I was excited because Lynn Mineral's in it and I was mm-hmm. just like I can't wait around for something else to happen. <laughs> That's
1: depressing. I, one of my girlfriends enjoyed it, but she also has kids that are real little and so they're at much more of a uh, like, they're th- three and under, and so they're much more of a kind of a Mary Poppins-ish stage, I suppose, than your kids are, Megan. So um, that might have helped a little bit, but...
0: Oh, well, I only tried to watch it with Max, and he was just like, no.
1: Oh, oh Max.
0: yeah, Lee, I'm tired. Let's turn this off and go to bed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, he was not feeling the, the whimsy. Six, the
1: six-year-old is ready to go to bed, <laughs> you know, you just yeah. gotta call it a day.
0: yeah. There was too much like, and it was also like a, you know, the original was a lot of songs, yeah, mm-hmm. and just goes basically from song to song to song, and the new one was like let's have a whole bunch of plot, oh, without no. songs and with like sad songs, oh. um, so, yeah,
1: I I have watched, you know, talking about the these live action movies, um, musical movies. Um, I know that there's a lot of Disney ones that have come out um, mm-hmm. I have seen I I saw Beauty and the Beast in theaters I have seen um, the new Aladdin I have not seen the new Lion King
0: I haven't either um, I did not see that either um, but I heard it is almost exactly the same that is what as I heard the too original and I feel like that's kind of a waste
1: do you like it's a cop out because the thing I liked about. The, about Beauty and the Beast and about Aladdin is that even though it was the same, like the same plot, and there were a lot of things that were the same, there was enough like new stuff that was thrown in there, or like twists on the original, or you know, additions, you know, sort of backstory that they threw in that mm-hmm. it kind of kept it interesting. So I was disappointed to hear that Lion King is pretty much the same. Yeah. Because. I wanted. I love Lion King, and I wanted to really love the new one too.
0: Yeah, and I loved all the actors that are in it too. But I, I mean, I kind
2: of Seems. feel like Beyonce might be the big like butt that was coming at the end of Steffi's <laughs> statement there. Like, and I don't mean her anatomy. I mean, like when you were saying all the things, just like but. Beyonce? But Beyonce I don't know I don't <laughs> know if those things weigh out with childhood memories but Queen Bay like maybe uh, I don't know maybe into it yeah yeah I don't know I I do enjoy
1: a lot of the uh, this the musical movies I mean I grew up on a lot of the old musical movies um mm-hmm. the, on you know West Side Story and Funny Girl was my mom's favorite movie and it's become you know one of my favorite movies um and So I like a lot of these these new ones. I know that there was some What did you guys think of um Les Mis when it came out?
0: Uh I actually never saw the movie <gasps> version. I didn't see it oh
1: my gosh. You guys, I, <laughs> I am know. disappointed in you. I know. I'm real disappointed.
0: It's so I no one wanted to go see it with me. Yeah, it's a commitment. It is a and real then commitment. It's so long mm-hmm. that like I never rented it either.
1: Yeah, it is very long and it's very depressing. So you ha- you have to be like committed to being in a sad mood.
2: And right. the depression goes on for hours. Like it's not like <laughs> like with most musicals the bad stuff like with Rodgers and Hammerstein you're like happy 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 sad at the end. Like most Shakespeare's Somewhat decently happy, but experiencing like strife. Death comes at the end. Like there are very few. Lay Miz, it's like an hour and a half of just dying. I mean, you start out in a bad place, and you never really get better. Death,
1: death, dying, slavery, death, prostitution,
2: death, dying, prostitution, death. Tiny death, sliver heartbreak. of hope with love, and You're then like, no. Oh, yeah. 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 But I feel like we might be oh. Just nice. <laughs> Yeah, there was no hope for that. But but I will say that, like, I feel that Hugh Jackman is one of the most talented people on the block yeah, today. Yeah,
1: I think so, too. He's awesome.
2: Have you guys seen him sing? Um, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I try, to, I try to spread the good word. But if you haven't seen him sing Oh, What a Beautiful Morning, it was his, like, breakout role on Australia's um Professional musical circuit. Mm-hmm. He plays Curly. Mm-hmm. You probably should do that as soon as we finish. We
1: will. <laughs> we will find the YouTube video of that and we will put it in the show notes because if
2: you could get pregnant from a musical, <laughs> Hugh Jackman singing, "Oh, what a beautiful morning." We'll do it, it to
0: you.
1: We do it. Yes. <laughs> So okay, so what are I mean we've we've covered a lot of like some of our favorites and some of our least favorites, but what are some of our favorite shows and specifically like classics versus some of these new musicals that have come out in the last let's say f- fifteen or so years?
2: Okay, I I want to say. Sometimes I have to make distinctions between the soundtrack and the actual That's fair. Show. That's fair. Because the, I can listen to the Greatest Showman's soundtrack for days and not, not need any disruption or disturbance sure. in my listening. I didn't love the movie mm-hmm. in the same way that I loved the soundtrack. So I would say Greatest Showman has an incredible score. Yes. But I didn't find the movie to be as exciting as I wanted it to be. I don't know. Did you guys feel that way? I think
1: I loved the. M- I agree. I think yeah. I loved the movie because of the score.
2: Mm, I can understand so,
1: that. So I also and I did really love the cinematography. I loved all of the really bright, bold colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I agree. I like the score much better than the movie itself.
2: Another new one that, it's not new. God, I'm old. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Like, the new one, Moulin Rouge. Um, (laughs) But I was just going to say, like,
0: I love Moulin. I I still love love Moulin Rouge. I do, too. I love it so much. I I, love watching Ewan Ewan McGregor and his mm, adorable mm -hmm. smile. He's so cute. And singing. I love all of it.
1: It's so great.
0: It's ridiculous, and I love it. Whenever I think about Moulin Rouge or when I watch it, it reminds me that um, the guy who storms out at the beginning that Ewan McGregor replaces mm-hmm. um, was the guy who played Faramir in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh. It makes me laugh every time. Yeah.
2: I used to drive around in my car and... Do gibberish to the beat. Roxanne is my favorite song in that show,
0: it's and do all the
2: mad so Roxanne mm-hmm. <speaks> in, <speaking> <speaking> in <speaking> my car, uh, and get really into it at stop signs and stoplights. But um, uh,
1: yeah, that was that's it. Is a really great soundtrack. <laughs>
2: And John like going, I only speak the truth. I only speak the truth. <laughs> I <laughs> have to I'm like, mm, admit
1: tonight. I have to admit that the first time I watched that movie, I was like, What is going on? Mm-hmm. And then my friend Sam was the one that was like, You just gotta keep watching it. Come on, we're gonna we're gonna mm-hmm. watch it again. And then I then I loved it, but I had to get through that first like twenty to thirty minutes where I was like, What is happening here? And then I was like, Oh yeah, it's just it's just weird. This is what it's supposed to be.
2: Okay. Every Boz Lorman movie. Yeah, Every Baz now Lerman. I want to watch it again. Yeah. It's so good. It is really good. Boz ba- Lorman won the hearts of all of our generation, my generation, um, by uh, I mean Romeo and Juliet, like it was a done deal.
0: Oh man. Uh, he sealed yes. all of our all so of our people
2: <laughs> and for like life for like if Boz made it, I'll watch it. I'll see it. Yes. Yes. that movie has an amazing soundtrack. Oh my God, I love the soundtrack for Romeo plus Juliet. Yes. yes. <laughs> that was like our introduction to was that the car what the Love Love Fool? Uh
0: the the card yeah, that song yeah. is on there, but I don't know if I knew that song before the movie or not. And
2: Shirley Nancy Garbage. Oh yeah, die I love garbage. for you. <laughs> Also,
1: also we can't forget a real introduction to Leonardo DiCaprio.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: Extremely important.
2: I rewound the part where he is in the aquarium probably ten times a row. (laughs) When I, my best friend who is still my best friend was like, we're not watching that again. I'm like, one more time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, So of Uh, So these are, well, and we both, we all three really love Hamilton. That goes Mm. without saying. So
0: good. Um,
1: And that is a soundtrack that is regularly played in my house. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a feeling in all three of our homes. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some of, what are some of our classics?
0: Um, So I, this makes me sound like super old because it's actually, so the soundtrack is actually not that old, but it's, a lot older than all the other ones, um, but the revival version soundtrack of Chicago, mm. not the movie, oh, not the movie, the one with Baby Newirth, mm, yes, is so good. That's She's a, great a queen. Yes, that's another one where I didn't. Uh, the movie was okay yes. to yes. me, but the Baby Newirth soundtrack is amazing.
2: I listened to it. Like I remember, I, I felt kind of obligated once I like chose theater I'm like but it's a musical it's a major motion picture musical guys we all have to go <laughs> watch it and like it go um, I thought it was fine I'm not like the biggest Richard Gere fan and Billy Flynn is such a baller role Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a let down but I thought that um, Renee Zellweger and Catherine Zeta-Jones were both pretty good mm-hmm. they were good and they had all of the really good people playing like the Merry Murderesses and Cell Block Tango is such a fucking good song. It's one of the best. Talk about getting like a whole room full of like musical theater nerds all excited and drunk and singing and, <laughs> and fighting over who's going to be like pop or six. everyone has to like, sign their rules. <laughs> I don't want to be the Ukrainian. Me, How do
0: I I mean, I guess if they really want us to do karaoke at the retreat next year. We could learn it. I suppose. That's what we're doing. I suppose. Mallows the brand can be team's the gonna do. Congratulations. Oh bless. Mallory we're will be spread eagle. <laughs>
1: um one of my I know I mentioned this earlier, but one of my favorites, um, is Funny Girl. I mm-hmm. love that movie i love the music i love babs i just love it all mm-hmm. um so that is that is falls under one of my favorites under under classics for me for sure
2: i'm so lame um but i still love oklahoma <laughs> Like so I, where she's I really, from, you guys. She's I, from I, Oklahoma. Because you live in Oklahoma, <laughs> it's not. It's really not. I I grew like Rodgers and Hammerstein was kind of my first, um, my first like foray. I love Sound of Music. I love Oklahoma. I love South Pacific. I love all of those. Like I really mm-hmm. do. I understand now that they're all terribly racist and very A problematic. problematic. Well,
1: I was just gonna say The King and I.
2: I love the king and I love and the I. king and
1: I and it is definitely problematic.
2: That was my senior year of high school. But like I played Anna. My senior year of high school. Like Yeah.
1: My uh, they... very white grandfather played the king multiple oh, yeah. times.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Again, it's a very small town. Very problematic. But there it is was, still like yeah. a there's a, still a real nostalgia there for me about that show. I just love it.
2: I love and will always Happily listen to Into the Woods.
1: Oh, that's um, such a fun one. Mm-hmm.
2: The original cast with, um, uh, I mean, that whole cast is me. Mean, it's got Chip Levine and uh, Joanna Gleason. And um, it's just, I think that the princes, that Agony is one of the most brilliant songs in musical theater. I love that song. It's great. It cracks me up every time I listen to
0: it. So, uh, Into <laughs> the Woods.
1: <laughs> love it so much.
0: I really like, uh, since it's almost Christmas, I have to mention White Christmas. Yes! White Christmas. Yes. yes! My favorite! We ha- but the movie version, not the stage version. Yes.
2: Uh, I have not seen the stage version, actually. It is it different. It
1: wouldn't be the same.
2: I would it not. wouldn't be the same. I would be betrayed.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's so, mm-hmm. I love White Christmas. I love that show.
1: I, it love is it. a must watch every year. Mm-hmm. And every year, Alex rolls his eyes so hard he sees his brain. And so I just go on upstairs. I say, "Fine, I'll watch it without you." And I go upstairs and I watch it without him. And I am quite happy in my life choices.
0: We watch it every year as well, and my kids complain, and my husband—they complain. Like, they don't no. like it. I mean, they like it, but they're also just like we watch this every year, and we're like, "Yes, yeah, we do." That's why it's <laughs>
2: called a Christmas movie, guys. Yeah.
0: Right. So it's like a Christmas you story you
1: Christmas have time. to watch it every
0: year. Oh, don't get me started on that.
1: Movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that will save we'll save a conversation about that one for our holiday traditions episode.
2: <laughs> if you're if you're also looking for another amazing Christmas musical, uh, Scrooge with Albert Finney oh, is mm-hmm. phenomenal. We watch it every year. I cry every year. Um, I like
1: that we all cry at these as if we don't know it's going to happen.
2: Yes, we mm-hmm.
1: haven't seen it eight hundred times, but we still cry every time.
2: I mean, it's a, like, it's a Dickensian musical. You guys. Sure. Come on,
1: sure you're gonna cry. I so a new show that I desperately want to see is Dear Evan Hansen.
0: Mm. Oh, I get to see that. <gasps> you, you do? do? Oh, I'm, I'm so, so jealous. Oh. It's uh it's part of the touring. Uh, oh, show I, hate you. I can't remember. Oh, me too. I think it's next month. <gasps> oh, so I'm very excited. God. I will let you know how Please. it is.
1: Please, I want to see it so badly. Me too.
2: Me too. And Hades Town and Beetlejuice. Oh man, there's some. Oh, I
0: don't. Those are the... those are the ones that are for you. I want.
2: I haven't seen them. On. I want to see them. I want to see Beetlejuice as a stage musical so bad. I want to see. Oh, them. I thought
0: you meant that it was like touring. Oh to hell you. no,
2: it's Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> We were like, we're getting Hamilton? <laughs> They're still, like, touring Avenue Q here. <laughs> it's still the same. <laughs> They're like, Book of Mormon? Really? I'm like, jeez, guys.
1: I will say Book of Mormon, Alex was, went and saw with me and very much enjoyed. So I feel like I could get him to like Hamilton if I if I made him go with me. because
0: Oh, I bet you could. Because yeah. it's
1: not, I feel like both of those shows are not traditional musicals he liked park and bark he liked um book of mormon because it's so inappropriate
0: right which is bob loved hamilton so 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 i bet alex would yeah i
1: mean he loves history and you got got the hip-hop in there and i feel like i feel like we can do it i feel like we can make it happen so any last words about musicals before we talk about what's bringing us joy this
0: week um i would just like to say because i pulled up a bunch i pulled up a list of musicals and um for some reason google is strange yeah and it's i looked up classic musicals and it gave me a bunch of modern ones in addition to the classic ones um including la la land
1: no which i would like stricken from the record i couldn't get through that movie i got like 50 minutes into it and i was like fuck this and i watched something else
0: I watched it. I opens it opens up so promising,
2: and the yeah, that that uh, so, the highway song is yes. really good. I I got very strangely, personally affronted that they forced Emma Stone to sing in a register that was not hers for the entire movie, and then they finally let her sing in her actual like voice at the with the last song which is a great song. That's her audition piece and like the climax of the movie. But um, I, I'm like, that's why she sounded like crap for the entire movie because you're making her sing where she's not, that's not her register. I, I was personally affronted. I was also personally like
0: watching them dance. I felt so bad. It was a whole thing. I mean, I felt personally affronted that so many people said it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like, I can't, I, I have trust issues and this is not helping <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh,
1: her t- her type five does not need your bad inaccurate musical reviews people i mean
0: look i have two kids we don't get to see movies that mm-hmm. often we have to be very picky and when everyone is going and guying over this movie and it turns out to be terrible <laughs> it makes me mad i mean i I
2: I liked I guess that they were dramatizing that story of of the actor and like pursuing your dream I guess, I don't know, I don't know. Their, their, so were, their their hands were their 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 positions of their hands during the like the pot of do dance in the parking lot, whereas just, just kept being like their hands are flopping. <laughs> They're not fully extending That's at a lot all. Of Where are the stuff. judges from Dancing with the side? <laughs> Bruno would be like your hands. were flopping <laughs> everywhere. Dead
0: fish. Yeah, no.
2: Oh, oh, cabaret, cabaret. I will listen to the hell out of cabaret oh, yeah. anytime, day or night.
0: Um, which reminds me, have you guys watched the latest season of Schitt's Creek? Yet? No, not um, yet. I started it, looks- it. I started it last night. Oh. They stage a production of Cabaret. (gasps) Excellent. So you have to keep watching. Oh my God, does Moira play Sally Bowles? I'm not not going to. Oh, please. I would love it. I would love it. (laughs) All right.
2: Well, I know
1: what we are doing after we finish (laughs) this this recording. All right. So while (laughs) blasting the soundtrack to Hamilton, Cabaret, Into the Woods, any of these shows gives us a lot of joy. Let's round this out and talk about what else is bringing us joy this week. Megan, you start.
0: Well, kind of tied into what we were just talking about with all these live action musicals and movies and such. Disney is making a live action version of Lady and the Tramp, oh. which I have some feelings about. As it was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid, but they cast all the dogs as rescue dogs. Okay, I like Aww. that. Yeah. Aww. And so they all, um, all these rescue dogs uh, found homes before they were done with the movie. Oh, yay. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Yes. Aww. I think that's I awesome. That. Also, now I'm looking at the cast and I am very excited and I'm going to have to feel, figure out a way to watch this. Yes because it's going to be on Disney's streaming service, which we don't know. Oh,
1: have. yeah, I'm going to have to find somebody that's got to log in for me on that one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cuz that's awesome. the that's the that's what we do. <laughs> I was about to say that's the millennial thing to do, but you guys are just out of the millennial age range. So
2: Rude. No, I am. I am a millennial.
1: <laughs> oh, are you? Okay.
2: I'm an old ass millennial. Old
1: yeah. ass millennial. Well, it's the millennial thing to do to uh, borrow someone else's login rather than have your own.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's also the baby boomer thing to do because my mother does it. So, um,
1: <laughs> to be fair, my dad uses our Netflix login. So see? there's, it's you know, it's it's just a it big circle. A big circle. It is.
2: Everyone is cheap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it goes across <laughs> all generations. It's true. So, Steffi, what's bringing you joy?
1: Uh, all right, this is this this may be slightly TMI, but I'm going for it because it, it is bringing me joy. We have gone five days without Anya, who is our dog. For dear listeners, she thought that might be a person because it's. The name is Anya. Uh, Anya has not had a poop accident in the house in five days. I probably just jinxed us. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) She is so naughty and she's so stubborn and she hates going outside when it's wet or cold or windy or there's a scary leaf or scary rock or anything else happening. And so five days lately is like a real victory. (laughs) and It's making me real happy. So... That's what's bringing me joy this That's week. Awesome. You
0: know it's gonna like rain tomorrow, and you
1: know what? It rained two days ago, and we were still good. Like I thought for sure, all I thought for sure that was it. And she was such a good girl, and I praised her so much, and I maybe gave her extra treats for going potty outside in the rain, and that probably helped. So I might be making her fat, but at least I don't have to pick up poop off the floor. <laughs>
2: she probably dropped a load while we were talking just now now
1: <laughs> probably that's probably what just happened I probably just just, just killed our, our streak but you know what five days was oh, pretty no, good don't, so
2: don't call it a streak when it comes to what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh god okay Jenny how about you uh,
2: I'm just right now I'm just super excited about the weather like I love that it's it's fall and I the People are starting to talk a little bit about like holiday meals and their special holiday baked goods. Yes. Um, I'm super stoked also that David Harbor just hosted SNL and his arms, you guys. That was great. Yeah.
1: I you know there haven't been a lot of SNL episodes lately that I've just really been like woohoo but he was really good.
2: He's re- he's really good. Did you guys listen to so. the armchair expert that he's in? Because he's great. Oh, I haven't listened to that one yet. He's great. <laughs> he's even great. He's even greater than you think. You, like, you listen, you're just like, I'm so in love with you. <laughs> I was low-key in love with you before, and now I'm really in love with you.
1: I can hear the heart eyes coming out they of They are. Voice. I'm so in so love she with She talks him. about him. He's,
2: yeah, he's a lot. <laughs>
1: oh, Amazing.
2: Well, that's it. That was me. I neat. Mean, that, that's all I got. David Harper's arms in fall weather. <laughs>
0: hey,
1: you know what? Sometimes it's the little things mm-hmm. in life.
0: Because you also, now I'm just thinking about how it's fall, and so it's getting chilly, and he could take those arms mm-hmm. and wrap them around
2: you. <laughs> Someone was, who was talking about it the other day where they were saying, no, he, he I don't like him with blonde hair. Was, who said they didn't? Was it Sarah? Sarah's, yeah, I'm like, workers, I yeah. like him with blonde hair. I like him with gray hair. I like him with a beard. I like him without a beard. I don't really care. I like him. I in just box. like him. I, like <laughs> him him I was. Box. I am cat. I am full on cat in the hat about David Harbor.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of fall and cozy food recipes, next week we will be diving into one of our absolute favorite topics: food.
1: So, meet us back here next week as we discuss why we are what we eat. Until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from our listeners.
0: Talk to you soon. Bye.